to the USA Hockey Podcast, a youth sports conversation focused on providing players, coaches, and parents with engaging and informative content that they can use at home and at the rink. Tune in as we chat with some of the greatest people around ice hockey and youth sports. Join the discussion on Twitter at USA Hockey Coach. Now, let's drop that puck. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the USA Hockey Podcast. My name is Zachary Nowak, and today we are welcoming on Scott Pollock, or Pooch, as many know him by. Uh, Scott is the manager of player development for Midam and the Southeast District. Uh, but more importantly, for uh, this upcoming month, he will be serving as the head coach for the upcoming Five Nations team tournament. Uh, so, Scott, welcome on. Well, thanks for having me, Zach. This is a good uh, good time to come on with a uh, busy schedule ahead, and uh, certainly uh, appreciate you having me on. Yeah, we caught uh, caught Scott just before he's getting ready to to head out with the with the team and and get together and and start their journey, but. Uh, really, before we get into the talk about the Five Nations Tournament, uh, what I'd love to hear is the Scott Pollock youth sport experience. So if you could share <laughs> that from from those young ages. Yeah, you know, the, grow, growing up in Chicago, uh, Zach, it was, uh, you know, hockey wasn't at that time uh, what we would consider something that everybody jumped into. I was uh, brought up in a, a, a baseball, uh, football family and uh certainly played those sports but also uh found my way into uh, uh soccer in high school uh baseball and, and, and hockey in high school as well uh and then uh probably around uh my junior year senior year in high school i thought golf was kind of a neat thing so so tried that as well but clearly uh for, for myself and uh for most of our uh most of the people in our neighborhood our friends our family it was uh, play whatever you can, whenever you can, and uh, meet as many people along the way. And that was uh, clearly the approach we had uh, growing up on the south side of Chicago. Yeah, that's fantastic. And then so just lots of different sports growing up, and I'm sure that helped you later on, which ended up landing you at uh, at Bowling Green uh, to play your, your college hockey there. And then um, after you were finished playing at Bowling Green, shortly after you were uh, – you were a coach there. You went off to Boston College for a little bit and then actually came back to Bowling Green as the head coach where you currently reside now, right? Still living in Bowling Green. It's funny because, uh, you know, what you, what you just mentioned has pretty much been uh, most of uh, uh, most of our adult life. Just I uh, went to Bowling Green and uh, had uh, some unbelievable teammates. We were coming in just as the uh, team had won a national championship in 84. Uh, our quest was to, uh, to to grab another one. Uh, we had some really good teams, a, a lot of really good players. Uh, came up short as far as the Nationals go, but uh, it was great uh, to be a part of in, in the mid-'80s and uh, as, as a program that was consistently uh, competing for uh, for league titles and national titles. And uh, after a few years of, of minor league hockey, I was able to uh, start – my journey in coaching uh, with the coach that I had played for at Bowling Green, Jerry York, who would uh, obviously uh, would be known by everybody listening to this as uh, uh, probably the best uh, college hockey coach. And in my mind, uh, best college coach uh, for so many reasons, uh, not just what he's done uh, in our sport and hockey, but uh, how he's uh, 
uh, been uh, revered by a lot of young men and what he's what he's helped shape as far as uh, his student athletes. So uh, I was able to work with uh, Jerry at Bowling Green for four years, and when uh, when he got the uh, uh, the Boston College job, his alma mater uh, in 1994, uh, my wife and I uh, we went to Boston uh, with him. Uh, uh, spent eight unbelievable years, uh, including. Uh, a good run at, in Frozen Fours there and a national title in 2001. Uh, and then I had the opportunity to come back to Bowling Green as a head coach uh, for, for seven years. We left, uh, my wife and I left left Bowling Green the first time with uh, no children, came back with uh, three of them to Bowling Green. So uh, we had uh, seven, uh, uh, seven good years here at Bowling Green and uh, uh, fun to be back uh, here uh, with a lot of uh, familiar faces and uh, getting the support of uh, teammates and people that you you remember from uh, many years before that. So it's a special spot. And uh, so we stayed here when had the opportunity to come to uh, uh, USA Hockey, which is basically uh, 14 years now in the making of uh, athlete uh, performance and uh, player development on the, uh, for the, for USA Hockey. Well, that's fantastic, and I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot you learned along the way as a coach, especially with uh, a mentor like Jerry, and I'm sure many others along the way. So, um, can you tell me a little bit more about your experience with Jerry York, and maybe dive into like what's one thing if you were to pick one thing that you learned that you found most valuable as a coach uh, that you learned working with him? Yeah, as I mean, obviously there uh, the the memories are are many of just. Uh, you know, being around, and I would say the uh, the easiest thing that jumps up is uh, his positive approach, uh, not not just to uh, to the profession, but just his uh, uh, his life and how he how he handles it. Just a positive approach of uh, really being uh, feeling really good about the opportunity to do what you do, and uh, just every day uh, how you live your life, and he does it in an extremely positive way. It had to major uh, major effect on on myself and uh you know that positive culture was a consistent approach that he had i don't think there's been much change in terms of how he approaches the uh the culture or how he approached the, the culture of a college hockey team from uh, when he got started in the 70s as a, as a head coach at clarkson through bowling green to boston college i think the uh it was fun to uh, watch it as a player and certainly to, to work for him uh, but set the culture and uh, basically do your best to, to bring in the right players, the really good hockey players, and let them play within that culture. Uh, don't don't hold any players back. Let them go. And I think that's uh, uh, one of the best things that that I have learned, and, and certainly just the uh, uh, the reward of just being around them for for so many years and watching. A, a positive, uh, a positive impact, uh, not only on, on on our lives and our family, but uh, all the players that uh, that he's been around as well. That's great, and obviously that led to many years for you uh, coaching at a pretty high level, and still now coaching at a at a pretty high level. And I'm sure, uh, you know, with this Five Nations team, that's there's some good players there, and we kind of all saw that over there at 16s camp, but. Uh, before we transition into that, this isn't, I mean, you've coached a few times with uh, with USA, um, but this isn't the first time you were actually, uh, you played yourself in the World Junior Championship, correct? 
I did, yes, yeah. It, uh, a few years ago, uh, 80, 85, 86. And the neatest thing about that that experience, uh, Zach, because that was the first U.S. team to actually win a medal at the World Junior Tournament. And, uh, you know, so many uh, tremendous players that uh, to, to be around, uh, you know, Mike, Mike Richter and goal and Brian Leach, Greg Brown, Eric Weinrich, uh, Dave Quinn, uh, some of the other uh, defensemen on the team, uh, Jimmy Carson, uh, Craig Janney, Stephen Leach, um, Tom Chorsky, uh, Paul Ranheim, uh, Scotty Young, just uh, can go on and on. It was a terrific, an amazing group of players. Uh, and, you know, for, for years there, when we go into, you know, we talk about the 80 Olympic team and, uh, you know, the, uh, the success that they had and it really bred for a lot of uh, teams and individuals after that. We wanted to all have that same success that that team had. And, uh, you know, at that time we'd go into tournaments and, uh, you know, we'd be, you know, a little bit of, Hey, let's just, uh, let's survive and win a medal. And we did it, we did that in 85, 86 and on the world junior side. And, but times have really changed uh, in that. I mean, we're, uh, we now have a real deep player pool, uh, and we would look to, uh, you know, we, we want to have success in every tournament. We expect success in every tournament uh, in, in the form of gold medals and medals. And, uh, you know, it's really been uh, a little bit of a change over the last 35, 40 years in the approach to these type of tournaments. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, you know, an opportunity as a player and then also with, with the coaching, whether I've had opportunities with Five Nations team, the actual Holinka before there was a, a Holinka in uh, uh, youth Olympic teams in uh, the last couple cycles. And uh, it's so much, uh, you mentioned learning, Zach, and, uh, you know, learning a lot from, uh, we're still learning. I think everybody on our staff, at, uh, you know, we're constantly learning uh, everything that we can related to athlete performance and, uh, and player development. And I think it's been, uh, you know, I've learned as much in the last 14 years as I did the previous 20 in uh, collegiate coaching. And uh, I, I, I like watching uh, and learning from, from from other coaches. And it's one of the best things about uh, having this opportunity. Again, our, you look at our coaching staff. Uh, Dana Borges, a number of years at Colgate on his way to uh, Arizona State. Uh, Anthony Walsh, who's been with the, the uh, NTDP, now on his way to Colgate. Zach Sizek, who's uh, had, a, had a lot of stops on the Five Nations last year. Lake Superior, now at Miami University. Uh, and I look forward to the opportunity to uh, uh, work with this group, learn from these guys, and uh, continue that uh, the evolution of just learning as much as we can about uh, about our sport and what uh, what makes players go and what makes players uh, perform at a high level. Yeah. So you mentioned you mentioned your really good staff, and I wanted to make sure that we talked about that because uh, uh, met all of them a, a few weeks ago there at, at 16's camp. And so it's a quite a quite an, I guess, an accomplished staff. They have a lot of experience. So, so what can um, not only the players, but also the, the outsiders watching, what can they expect from a coaching staff like this? Well, I think, you know, what's great about it is, uh, you know, I mentioned, uh, you know, where, where they're currently uh, either at or headed in their, in their uh, careers, but, uh, I think the, the first thing is all of them bring a, uh, uh, a great level of excitement. They're, uh, really positive 
people that uh, have, have learned a lot and uh, will bring a lot to uh, to our staff. I think the uh, the commonality with all of us is I think we we see the approach the uh, uh, the same way and what we expect out of our of our team and our players of uh, you know how they uh, how they treat each other as far as uh, being teammates, the approach to the game of getting after getting after pucks, a lot of puck pursuit, uh, uh, both in a forward motion, but also in back pressure and then playing the game as fast as we can. Uh, I love what this, uh, you know, this group has. And I think the, what they'll be able to see from the coaching staff is a, a consistent approach to how we want to get after it. Um, and a, uh, and a really, uh, positive vibe that'll be set by all of us. That's really cool. Yeah. And um, so we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, maybe. So I, I want to pull back just a second. And um, can you walk me through what is the Five Nations tournament? Who's involved in the Five Nations tournament? And just really give myself and everyone else listening the layout of what we can expect over the next month. Yeah, exactly. And I think what's neat is you know, over the years, there's uh, there's been a lot of different uh, opportunities uh, in the off season for, with, with different uh, top hockey countries to uh, compete in tournaments against each other. And there's been a, an evolution, uh, you know, the, the, the Holinka for the under 18s uh, that are, that are, uh, that our under 18 select team will be participating in uh, just a little bit earlier and really an overlap with our five nations. Uh, that, that was a, at once a four nations that turned into an eight team, uh, tournament, which is now known as the Holinka Gretzky Cup, uh, an outstanding uh, uh, tournament. The, at the 17 level, we find ourselves what, what we're what we're talking about here is the Five Nations, uh, which has been going on in its current format since 2007, uh, and that's with uh, uh, Czechia, Slovakia, uh, Germany, the Swiss, uh, Switzerland, and ourselves, um, and uh, that's been going on, like I said, since 2007. Uh, in, in its current format, uh, rotating around uh, the different countries. We were fortunate to host uh, last year in, uh, in Colorado Springs, uh, last August, a, a great event uh, put on by our national office in Colorado Springs uh, and the staff there. Um, and uh, so this year, the rotation finds us in uh, uh, Komutov, uh, Czechia, uh, which will be uh, August 4th to the 8th. We'll, uh, We'll spend uh, four days training uh, in a town of uh, Portobuche, which uh, might be familiar. Anybody remembers uh, Aless Hemsky on the NHL side? He and his brother uh, still have a lot of connections in Portobuche, and we'll set up a training camp there in an exhibition game against uh, uh, Dinamo uh, Portobuche under-18 team uh, before we head into uh, the main tournament in uh, Komutov. Awesome. And, and you guys leave, we, we caught you at the perfect time because you guys leave tomorrow, correct? Yeah, we're actually, our whole team is headed to uh, Newark tomorrow. And then uh, on Saturday, we will uh, we'll take off uh, to Berlin and then a uh, four-hour bus trip to Herta uh, Beach to start training camp. Awesome. Well, um, we're really happy to have been able to get you on here before you, you all head out. And uh, so... I alluded to it a little bit earlier, but um, I believe it was two two weeks ago is when you all made the final selections 
for the uh, for the team at the 16th player development camp uh, in New York. How now the selections are made and the the team has been selected. How are you feeling about the team? I feel great about the team and in, in particular, uh, Zach and I right uh, right going through the process of uh, you know selecting the, the 20 players and all, all through the camp. What was uh, pretty uh, glaring was just how deep the camp was. And I think when you look at this particular roster, you feel great that these are the players that survived an unbelievably deep player pool at the uh, uh, the 16 camp. Uh, I love the fact that, uh, you know, I started going to and working uh, our national camps in uh, 1990, 1991. And I, uh, you look now that the depth of our, of our player pool Across the country so deep and what you see at the national camps uh, players who survive their affiliate camps or district camps to get the national camp you just see a tremendously uh deep pool of uh of really good players and i think we saw that uh all the way through uh the camp of so many players that uh, uh could be on this roster uh and yet we were very excited about the 20 players who uh survived that player pool to make it onto our uh our under 17 uh, team heading over to five nations. Um, you know, I mentioned what our staff uh, believes is how we want to play the game. We believe that this particular group uh, has a lot of, uh, has a lot of leadership, uh, has a lot of uh, really good teammates uh, and we'll get after, uh, we'll get after things, getting after uh, the puck would be great at uh, coming back in terms of back pressure. And this, this group has the ability to compete and play uh play fast. And that's, we're, that's, uh, as I mentioned, how uh, the approach our staff has, we believe these players uh, will represent uh, those three facets and, and how to get after the game. Awesome. So there's a, there's a lot of strengths that are, that are coming out of this, uh, this group that I'm hearing from you all. And, and I love those, those three pieces that you're talking about as a coaching staff. So um, we kind of know what to expect with, with this team and with the coaching staff here. So, um, but what are you, what can you expect or what can we expect watching from the other teams participating in this tournament? Well, I think that's been the, uh, one of the uh, really interesting uh, outlooks over the last couple of years you're watching. Uh, every year you have players that uh, they're different countries that evolve with some really top players. Um, you know, we've seen, whether it be a few years ago, the uh, the evolution of the uh, Slovakia that eventually led to uh, the top two picks in the NHL draft uh, two years ago, and they they came through the uh, uh, the Five Nations. We've watched uh, uh, Tim Stutzel and uh, uh, Paterka play for the Germans uh, in this tournament. You just get a uh, and the same thing with uh, uh, with the Czechs who actually won the tournament a year ago in in, in Colorado Spring. Um, and a strong uh, Swiss contingent every year. You just you love watching uh, what's happening around around the around the world. Uh, with not only uh, the strength of the teams, but when you really take a good look at it, you'll see what the uh, you know Slovakia they they went to a, a more of a domestic uh, uh, team format. Uh, took some ideas from uh, our NTDP and formed uh, uh, started with the, with their O four group. Uh, working more domestically with their group. And we see that 
we had the opportunity a year ago uh, with the Five Nations uh, in uh, in Colorado Springs. We brought all the uh, the, the coaching staffs uh, into a room and with a lot of our our Tier One coaches and talked about what they're doing uh, domestically and internally with their development. And then it's neat to see everybody. Uh, you know, there's not not everybody has a large amount of uh, hockey players throughout their country, but everybody has a large focus on how to best uh, develop the players that they do have. And that was, uh, uh, and you see that uh, really uh, matriculate onto the ice as well uh, in this tournament. Awesome. So maybe, uh, maybe outside of the hockey here, I'll, I'll change it a bit. Do you have any plans for taking the group, checking out some scenes, anything like that outside of the hockey tournament? Yeah, well, you know, we mentioned our coaching staff, but Rich Hansen, uh, uh, a co-worker of myself and uh, in player development in USA Hockey, uh, who's the general manager of his team, has put together an outstanding uh, itinerary for us, along with uh, Steve Rizzo, our team leader uh, from Massachusetts. Um, those two guys have done uh, a tremendous job of laying out an agenda that will, you know, obviously take us through our training camp give us the necessary practice and training opportunities, but also an opportunity to uh, uh, have the players see some of the local sites in both uh, part of BJ and, and, and Komutov, but uh, we'll also be taking the team to, uh, you know, one of the world's class uh, cities in, in, in the entire world in, in Prague. And we're hoping to get the opportunity to do that twice um, since both of our venues are, uh, are fairly close uh, to Prague. So we'll give the players that opportunity um uh, to take in some world-class uh, uh cities and towns but also uh help our team uh, in that uh, teammate portion of the uh getting to know each other a little bit better and then forming a bond that we hope will uh translate onto the ice as well yeah because you mentioned it earlier uh something that you said you had learned from jerry york was setting that culture early and uh, you all don't have very much time together, especially considering the team was picked uh, just a few weeks ago, and now you all are, are heading down there now, and that setting the culture piece will, will have to happen pretty quickly. Um, and then, you know, like you had talked about earlier, just the, having those three components that those players can, can fix in on, and I apologize if I misspeak on them, but being a great teammate and applying back pressure and, you know, that quick transition being those important pieces. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's, um, you know, Zach, one of the reasons that we, yeah. you know, uh, as you mentioned, uh, you know, making sure you're doing everything possible to be an outstanding teammate. I think that's the, that's a culture setter right, right there. Uh, as you mentioned, the, the positive approach. And we just want all of our players to understand uh, the time that we are together and the opportunities we have to compete on the ice together. Uh, we want them to uh, really nail every aspect of being a great teammate. The uh, uh, setting setting the right tone, setting the right vibe uh, whenever we are together, uh, understanding what goes into uh, helping everybody help throughout the team. Uh, we, we, if they're focusing on, on, on that, along with the, uh, the on ice aspect, as you mentioned, the, uh, getting after pucks, puck pursuit and back pressure, and then playing the game as quick as we can, which plays in the strength of, uh, the make of our team. If, if our, if our group folks on those three things, it's going to, uh, free them up to do the things that they do really well, allow them to, uh, 
feel comfortable on the ice together. And then from, from a staff standpoint, we'll be able to make necessary uh, adjustments uh, uh, conceptually that, that'll play with that. But we, we really want to fo- have our players focus on those three things uh, first and foremost uh, as, we, as we approach our game and uh, or approach our games and our, and our training sessions. It's, uh, if they got those three things in mind, uh, you know, we feel it'll, it'll bring out the best in uh, uh, this group of uh, U.S. players. Awesome. And, and if I'm a coach listening in right now, you know, you talk about this being a great teammate thing. What are some things that I could intentionally do back at home uh, to foster that culture of being a great teammate with my players? Yeah, you know, Zach, and I, I think when if you ask this question to, uh, you know, a, a group of, uh, you know, dozens or 100 uh, U.S. coaches, there may be some... Uh, some individuality to uh, what they believe that is. But I think the, uh, uh, what you will find as a common denominator are, are people that uh, have the ability to uh, bring out the best uh, in their teammates, people who can set a really good tone, help uh, foster that, uh, that positive environment, uh, players that uh, will do uh, everything necessary uh, on and off the ice, uh, to make their make themselves better, but also uh, help their teammates uh, do the same. I mean, the, the hard compete uh, in practice, making your making your uh, teammates uh, compete hard uh, by what you do. Uh, those are all things that most uh, a lot of coaches will talk about. Uh, and you know, one of the important things, Zach, is uh, you know this is a short term tournament. You know, we're going to be together for 10, 11 days. We're going to have uh, the tournament itself is going to be four games over five days. And, you know, we don't, you don't have the ability. You're not uh, uh, going the course of a season. You're not going the course of a few months. I mean, we're, we're together quickly and we want to make sure uh, as a coaching staff, we put our players in the best opportunity uh, for them to have success. Uh, and again, we really feel that, uh, you know, allowing them to uh, do the necessary things to be a great teammate and then the, the, uh, the approach of getting after things on the ice. We, we think we allow our players to uh, to uh, free them up to, to be the players that uh, earn them the opportunity uh, to make this hockey club. So um, it's a, a little simplistic approach, but, uh, you know, getting back to the, uh, the great teammate, obviously uh, uh, if you're doing those things well, you're, you're, you're playing well, you're, you free yourself up to uh, help your teammates, uh, as well, um, from the, from the teammate standpoint. Yeah. I, I love that you talk about, um, kind of freeing it, freeing the players to play. And it just reminds me of, I, I think it was the very first day when you all sat down with the coaches and you played that, that Marty St. Louis clip where he talked about systems, taking away some of the decision-making, uh, from the players. And I love that you're freeing them a bit, not just with some simple concepts to say, Hey, play the game you know, play the game your way that's got you here and allowed for success. But these are some of the principles that we're really going to focus on and hone in on as a group. You know, I think so. that the, the whole process uh, takes that on, uh, Zach. And, you know, you're, uh, you know, the, these particular players, I said, made it through an extremely deep player pool to earn their way onto this, uh, uh, this Five Nations team. And we don't want to take those things away from these players. What we saw uh, is the reason why they uh, were able to, to, to play here. We want to give them the opportunity to uh, 
to play freely, do the things that they do well, uh, understand, uh, again, what we're asking for uh, in terms of the, the, the three pillars that we want them to take on. But, uh, you know, there will be, uh, you know, a staff that will encourage these players to do uh, their things well, uh, you know, while they're competing extremely hard and competing hard for their teammates and with their teammates, uh, letting them do the things that they did to, to earn their way onto the team. Well, that's fantastic. And uh, Scott, I'm excited to to watch you all uh, compete. Uh, I think the tournament is August 4th to the 8th, if I'm remembering that correctly. Um, yeah. And by the time this episode airs, you all will, will be in Czechia. So um, good luck to you all. Safe travels. Uh, I look forward to watching it. I believe I saw online that the games will be streamed live. So if anyone's interested in, in watching the Five Nations tournament, uh, Go to the Team USA website. The links for the stream, I believe it said it'll be posted uh, the day of. So just check out the schedule. Check back in on the website, and some of those links will uh, will be shared if, if you are interested in watching. But before I let uh, let you go, uh, Scott, anything else for uh, for the people? No, we certainly encourage uh, you know any uh, you know people who have familiarity with these players, but also coaches around the country to have the opportunity to watch this group uh, through the uh, streams that will be posted. Um, you know, again, we're excited about this group. Uh, we're excited about what these players are able to accomplish coming through uh, camp and earning their way on this team, you know, through a deep player pool. And, uh, you know, again, I, I mentioned our, our coaching staff, our, our support staff. We also have Kevin Margarucci, who'll be our uh, trainer, Jason Smith's our uh, Equipment manager, Doc Sullivan, who's been on 23 of these trips, these Five Nations trips. So our, our staff, our, our support staff, uh, you know, we're, we're all in good hands. And we're, you know, we, just like the players, we'll all be uh, really good teammates uh, going over there and uh, excited to see what this, uh, what this group and, and staff is capable of, uh, of doing in this year's Five Nations. Awesome, Scott. Well, thank you so much to those that made it this far. Thank you as well. Uh, good luck to you and your team and to everyone else. We'll see you all soon. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate it.